time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teols. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com, all your subscriptions, past episodes, and more. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Pinball Profile. You can join our Facebook group. Email pinballprofile at gmail.com. And if you'd like to show your support, we're on patreon.com slash pinballprofile. Thanks to recent supporters like Sean C., GME Law, and Rodney C. Today, I'm going to learn a little geography. I've been to the state several times. The state is Ohio. A lot of pinball action, but there's this one place I had no idea was so huge for pinball. And is it ever growing? Here to tell us about what's going on in Dayton, Ohio and Gem City Pinball, it's Nancy Marsh. Nancy, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Thanks very much for talking to me today because you have a fan in Tony Becker who sent me an email at pinballprofile at gmail.com and said, you know, this person would make a great guest. And I yeah. couldn't agree more once I found out about what you were doing in Dayton, Ohio, because let me just say, when I think of Ohio, I obviously think of Cleveland. I think of Cleveland, which I've been going to for years. There's Super Electric and 16-Bit Bar and not too far away, Kid Force. But there's also Columbus, Ohio, Level 1, Arcade Super Awesome. I definitely know about Cincinnati with Pincinnati, 16-Bit Bar. But I don't know much about Dayton, Ohio, so i got to figure out, okay, what's going on in Dayton? Okay, they got a National Museum of the U.S. Air Force. Oh, and they've got this great league that has exploded called Gem City Pinball, and that's because of what you and your husband Chad have been doing. This is something that's been pretty big and only for a short time. Yes. So we just started in 2021. A lot of people were kind of wiped out with the pandemic and we saw some leagues and some sadly arcades go by the wayside but you said you know what let's get back into this and you've been doing it there at canal street and arcade in delhi in dayton and not only have you been doing this on monday nights it's uh, at full capacity isn't it yes we just reached full capacity this past season um and we've officially had to start a waiting list so there are 15 machines there, from what I understand. You have 44 players in the league and some 20 on the wait list. What makes this so popular, Nancy? What have you done? What's the secret sauce? <laughs> you know, that's a good question. This is something that I'm very passionate about. My husband used to be a part of a previous league that was taken out by the pandemic, like you mentioned. And I never really got involved in that one. My anxiety kind of pushed me away from everything. When Rob from Canal reached out looking to start a league back up again, I was in a position in my life where I'm trying to change who I am and become a better me. So I said, why not? And it was the best decision I've ever made. We've actually become more like a family than a community. Everybody's got everybody's back and they've been able to help me get past a big chunk of my anxiety and step out and do things that I never would have done before. You're not alone, Nancy, with people with the same kind of um, feelings and anxieties. What yeah. was it that made you say, okay, I'm, I'm trying to either better myself, see if I can do this, see if I can start this with the community? What was the trigger for you to say, I can do this after so many years of fears? I can't say 100% what it was slick. I do know that I had been around a little bit with the previous league, so I had got to know some of the people, and I knew how much they enjoyed pinball. And with not having a league in place, it was just kind of hit or miss if you got to see any B. So why not bring this league back in and get everybody back together and 
they love it. They've been bringing friends in, and that's how we have reached the numbers that we have. I love that you say it's been almost therapeutic and you've overcome some of these anxieties. That's a big thing for a lot of people. You know, I know many people that really like pinball, but when they hear things like leagues, they're like, "Uh, I'm not that good or I don't really know a lot of people. What I find in leagues are they're very inviting for the most part. And it really doesn't matter how well you play. It's just you've got a lot of people there to hold your hand and help you if you need assistance or if you have any questions, you can ask and get those kind of answers. But your league actually started up as a non-IFPA league. It really was for fun, which really is a good way to introduce people to pinball. Yeah, it's, it's a blast. Everybody gets along. Nobody, There's no fights or anything like that that takes place. And you... Sometimes based on skill level, you you know, you get to fluctuate, you get to play with people, get to meet new people. You know, even when I started this, I wasn't the best at pinball, and I'm not going to say I'm the best now either. I know there's still people way better than me, but it's just one of those things that, like any sport, I mean, you know, the more you play, the better you get. And our season this year, a good chunk of our top players are people that were towards the bottom last season just because they've been practicing and getting out there and doing a lot better. It's so funny in dealing with my children when they were younger and they would tackle something new or have anxieties even about uh, any kind of challenges. I would give them an example. I said, well, you know, think of when you first started school and math, you didn't know what addition and subtraction, multiplication, division was, and you you learned it. And now you know it like the back of your hand. Well, that's kind of like anything and in this case pinball and if you know how to flip you're ready to go if you know how to plunge a ball you're ready to go the rest is all gradual learning so to speak what the rules are where the shots are how it feels what happens with certain bounces it all comes almost naturally and certainly there's a lot of tips out there there's videos and there's people like in gem city pinball that can help others with these if you want to advance but as long as everyone's having fun it just kind of happens naturally. It does. And, you know, since we are in a public place, when we have our league, sometimes when we get there, there's people playing or there's people that come in while we're in the middle of the league. And we just explain to them, you know, we're, we've got this league going on. They've got specific tables they're going to be playing. Once we start around, if there's an open table, you guys are more than welcome to play on it. Like, we don't try to take over the place. And if anybody ever sees any of those people struggling on anything or if they hear them talking amongst each other's and hear some question pop up and everybody's like oh I don't know most of the time somebody from our group will pop over and help them and let them know what they're doing wrong or give them tips on scoring better and it's great. Did you ever think that this would be such a big part of your life because you're doing this every Monday you've got monthlies on the last Sunday of every month and those are open to everyone whether you're in the league or not and got people like Tony Becker reaching out and saying, you know, you should see what Nancy and Chad are doing. This is pretty incredible here in Dayton. Yeah, I never dreamt that it was going to be this big. Obviously, I knew it was going to be every Monday because that's just that's how the previous league works and we just kind of kept with that. So I knew I was getting into an every Monday kind of thing, but then to now bring in these Sunday tournaments, um, we have now teamed up with a group in Columbus, and we are holding women's tournaments. Um, we're doing a series. This is our first time doing it, so it's kind of iffy on how it's all going to turn out. But we play one week up in Columbus, and then one week down at, or the next month is down at Canal. 
it's getting busy. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting it at all. Well, I saw a nice picture of yourself and, and some winners too. It was Holly, it was Jen, it was Bree, it was Anna from Chicago and uh, all holding nice trophies and a little bit of cash too. So it looks like this has taken off as well and, and expanded beyond just Ohio. So that actually was Cincinnati this last year. That was, that was another moment of me stepping out of my box and conquering my anxiety it was the women's tournament that we started out with like 40 people and I ended up placing fifth overall. That's incredible. And Pincinnati with Eric does and, and the whole staff there, you know, recently we just talked to Elizabeth Gieske and heard good things about that, but Ohio just seems to be exploding. Like I mentioned, I knew about Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati and, and Dayton and there's Akron and all these great places. Of course, you've got Pennsylvania nearby. Kentucky's got a lot of action. It's a real hotbed and I'm not surprised your league is sold out. But people listening to this program might think, oh, there's not a league where I live. I mean, there's some pinball locations. Maybe there's some private collections. How hard is it to set up a league? And I keep in mind that you started out as a fun league and now you're IFPA endorsed. Is it difficult to start this up? Is it something that you could recommend to somebody? What are some good tips? Oh, it was super easy. So um, basically, I just reached out to the people at Papa to get our website going and they explained everything to me and how it all works. And they give you like a specific rule set. And it was just kind of hit or miss basically as you go you know you try one thing and if it doesn't work out you try another and we've just gotten to where we are now and things run very smooth so if there's not a pinball league in your area and it's something you're interested in just jump out and do it that's the best decision i've ever made well what you just described was uh one of the hurdles too is how do you score how do you keep track in the league and you mentioned papa.org i know joe schober mm-hmm. years ago set up a wonderful thing in fact our leagues use that software match play also has that kind of software where you can do leagues it's pretty easy and you just kind of pick a format you like and and you go with it but again didn't have to be ifpa endorse was there a reason okay. to switch to becoming now part of the international flipper pinball association so we have kept our league itself out of IFPA. Um, it's just our tournaments that are IFPA. And it honestly was just a, a factor of expanding. I mean, you know, our league has gotten so big that we can't hold everybody. If we have these tournaments, you know, we can bring more people in. If we make it IFPA, then we're, you know, trying to expand out, like I said, into Maddie and Columbus and it's working. I mean, people are coming. People are checking us out. You mentioned the women's event at Pincinnati. And since Gem City Pinball started out as a as a fun league and, and not IFPA endorsed, was that mm-hmm. part of the anxiety going to a really big tournament in Pincinnati and, and seeing how you can compete against uh, some, some top-notch players? Oh, that was, yeah, that was definitely a big part of it. Like I said, I don't feel like I play very well. <laughs> If you look at my points for this last season, you'll see that I didn't play well this season. But I was like, you know, two of the girls actually that played in that tournament are a part of my league. So I know how good they are. And they both travel all over the place and knew a bunch of the girls that were in. So, you know, they had told me how good they were. And it was just like, okay, I, like, I didn't even expect to make it past day one, let alone get fifth overall. So where do you see yourself with self-improvement in pinball skills, what made you step up and help you secure that top five finish? Uh, luck. 
Um, it's more than machines. luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of the machines that I played down there, I had never even played before. So I don't know. Um, I'm not one of the best people at like aiming for shots. I'm one of those that does really well with just hitting the wall and hope that I hit something that's important. <laughs> In a lot of the older games, you know, certainly keeping the ball alive was key to a lot of uh, EM machines. So that definitely helps. Yeah. As you see some of the newer games, you know, it's important to learn some of the rules to really get your score to uh, a higher level. Is that something that is easy to learn? Is it easy to explain to others? I'm just thinking of people listening to this program right now that want to dip their toe into either a league or a competition. And mm -hmm. here's someone like yourself, Nancy, who's talked about your anxieties and, and now you're doing it and even running it. Mm-hmm. So what do you suggest to these people that are wanting to try? Because the IFPA keeps expanding almost 100,000 unique users right now and all over the world. But there are people that just they just don't know, should I go into a tournament? Should I, should I join a league? What do you suggest? Always just go do it. I would, <laughs> one of the things that I say to a lot of people that aren't sure exactly what they're doing when it comes to the machine is go for the flashing light. <laughs> if it's lit up. <laughs> that means you need to hit it. So always go for the flashing light. There are a few machines that I have been able to start getting better at actually making skillful shots. It's just a time process. Yeah, and there's so many different machines, so each one is unique for sure. But find one you like, and mm -hmm. if you can figure out, okay, maybe there's a multi-ball in here. Maybe that's how mm -hmm. I lock my balls. Maybe that's how I get all these crazy jackpots. Maybe there's mm -hmm. where the ramps are that I should be aiming for. There's a lot of different things, and you don't have to learn every machine. Kind of learn one machine, and then right. those skills will often translate into other machines. Yes, that's very true. I would say right now probably Iron Maiden is one of my favorites, and it's because I have gotten to learn it. I can make a lot of the shots better on that than I can on pretty much anything else. Such a fun game. It's one of my favorites, too. Hard right ramp shot, isn't it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. The ramps on that one are, are difficult, but everything else, getting those multi-balls, that's easy. <laughs> but when you first walked up to it, it was probably a little overwhelming. But as you say, with time, with experience, and, and having fun, you know, I mean, if pinball's yeah. not fun, why are we doing this? And it sounds like you're having fun and, and learning in the process. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, actually, Iron Maiden was, the first time I walked up to that table and played it, I hated it. And I was like, I'm never going to play this thing again. But because we have it on location, I didn't have a choice. And I've just, like I said, I've just gotten to play it more and more. And I I really enjoy it. And like I said, getting the multi-balls and stuff are pretty easy on it. I've heard some great players. In fact, Carlos De La Cerda right there in Ohio Gave me mm -hmm. some great advice, you know, when you see a lineup and you're like, oh, I don't like that game. If there's practice mm -hmm. time, a lot of times he will play that first to get it out mm -hmm. of the way. Okay, let me get some time on there. Let's become friendly with this machine. Let's not hate so much and try to find ways to enjoy those games that give you those difficulties. Right. Yeah, Carlos actually played in one of our tournaments. We had, uh, like I said, one of the ladies that's in our league also does a lot of the tournaments in it was her birthday, so we had a special tournament for her, and she was able to invite everybody from Columbus and Cincinnati, and Carlos was one of them that showed up. Great player for sure. A lot of fun. I love oh, yeah. his uh, Twitch stream as well on Laserlose and uh, Gem City Pinball. 
and Canal Street Arcade and Deli. It's something I'm going to have to check out because it sounds like you've got a real winner there. Certainly on Monday nights, uh, there is a wait list, uh, but 44 people strong. And those monthlies, the end of the month on Sundays. So if people want to reach out, where can they talk to you, Nancy, about maybe getting some action there in Dayton? Gym City Pinball League on Facebook. Um, you can send us a message and we can give you any details you need. Well, congratulations to you and to Chad and everyone there in Dayton. And uh, maybe we'll see you at Pincinnati. Maybe we'll see you at Cleepin and, and other events too. And uh, I, more than anything, I'm, I'm glad you've shared your story and your example of I had some anxieties. I've gotten over them. And pinball has been uh, a great community. And uh, look at how it's growing. So you're not alone. And there are a lot of other people that are uh, going to hopefully dip their toe into this fun hobby that is pinball. I hope so. They, they need to get out there. It's, it's very helpful in more ways than one. I know my group is going to be listening when this comes out. So I just want to say, hey, to all my Gen City pinballers, I love you guys. This wouldn't be possible without any of you. Let's keep rocking. Nancy, thank you very much for joining us today on Pinball Profile. Thank you. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com, past episodes, subscriptions, and more. We're on Twitter and Facebook at Pinball Profile. Email pinballprofile at gmail.com. And if you'd like to show your support, we'd really appreciate it. You can do so on patreon.com slash pinballprofile. And thanks again to GME Law, to Rodney C., to Sean C., and other recent supporters. Have a great day. Go play some pinball. I'm Jeff Teolis. Oh!